Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, everybody, there's a couple of people we want to thank for supporting us at Patreon.com slash Comic Book Club this month, so let's kick it off, Pete. Aaron C. Hollis. Adam Marks. Adriel Moreland. Amanda Harris. Benjamin Brown. Brett Macris. Chelsea Mack. Clemens Soyluer. Curtis LaRock. Deman Ryan. Dan Snow. Daniel Fuentes. Danny Heck. Dennis Scott. Eduardo Martinez. Aaron Dorian. Gabriela Romeo. Jeffrey Reicher. Hugo Sanchez. Jason Tomaszewski. Jason Williams. Jessica Ashcraft. Joe Crack. John George. Jonathan John. Joseph Kelly. Joshua W. Bronson. Kaylin Swift. Catherine Annenson. Kendall Wilson. Kevin Kleinrock. Kieran Broderick. Lee Brown. Luana Thomas. Lucas Sink. Mark Carrillo. Mark Kiefer. Mark Zeller. Matt Fennell. Megan Thigpen. Michael Sturgeon. Mike Dargenio. Mitchell McDonald. Nick Broughton. Nick Grayson. Cameron Com- Karen Comstock. Omnia Soul Art. Perry Taliaferro. Pip Pete 2020. Primetime Pauly G. Rahadian Sastrardio. Mm, Tamela Rush. Terrible Jason. The 12 Badge. Tiago Nascimento. Victor Perez. W. Blaine. Will Buckingham. Bu- Will Buchanan, like James Bucky Barnes beat. I said it before. Seekers oh, my God. Viral comics. <laughs> Thank you, guys, so much for supporting our show. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. And now, enjoy the live show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming up to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex and Pete. Comic books. What are they? Who reads them? Where are they going? These are some of the questions we'll be exploring over the next hour to three hours as we talk with my guest tonight, a comic book fan, a raconteur, a aficionado of the form, known well far and wide both for his comedic stylings and comic book fandom. He 
has a wit and a beard to match. And I have had the pleasure of knowing him for a very long time. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete LePage. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, please, enough of the music, all right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pete. Just when I thought you couldn't be more of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Pete. Sorry. Uh, you have been a comic book fan since when did you start? Uh, Please talk into the microphone, Pete. It is very early on uh, when I was a child. Uh, if I did my chores, I was rewarded with a comic book. What were these chores? And be honest. Uh, helping mom with the groceries. Mm-hmm. Cleaning my room. But things got darker than that, didn't they? <laughs> they sure did, Alex. Yes? How so? <laughs> this is a safe space of comic book fans and friends. Yeah. I really don't want to share this with you. <laughs> is it the fact that I'm encroaching on your physical space, Pete? Yep. yep. You're Getting freak- real up in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're really freaking me out. <laughs> uh. All right, but seriously, Pete, uh, so you, uh, it's just the two of us right. for the show tonight. That's it. We're it's able a to special make July 4th <laughs> episode. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I was only able to maintain that for approximately two minutes? Two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah, there you go. I'm not an actor. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I figured and we could you've never a, played one either. No, I've never played an actor. Yeah. Is that a thing? I guess that's a thing people yeah. do. Mm-hmm play actors Mm -hmm. on shows like Episodes with Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Nice ref. But I figured I could interview you. You know, We we talk about other people so much on the show, I could chat with you for a little bit, find out about what's going on with you. How are you feeling about comic books right now, Pete? Well, this is a, it's a great time for comic books. For people like myself who suffered for comic books, it's nice. What does that mean? I was beaten up for reading comic books. I was shoved so in they lockers, given swirlies. Okay. I suffered for my love. Did you really? Oh, yeah. We're old, man. When we were going to school, there was still, like, nerd shaming and, like, no, jocks. I mean, I know and, that, but yeah. I don't know. I never ran into that where I was growing up. Well, you grew up in New York City, right? In Port Washington, Long Island. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you grew up upstate, the rough and tumble upstate New York? Well... I lived in a bubble where time didn't quite pass as quickly as, you know, where you grew up. People were less evolved in my neck of the woods, let's just say. So when do you think comic books will be done paying you back? (laughs) I don't don't think there is, you know, there's... uh, It's just nice now that people uh, can enjoy comic books and not feel... Like, they're, they're hiding something. I mean, the first time you were like, hey, you like comic books? My first reaction was, yeah, yeah, I like comic books. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was, when you're I saying when you walked in and I pitched you the idea for Comic Book Club, the yeah, show, right? Yeah, 13. I remember that. The first time I asked you, you left a P-shaped hole in the wall <laughs> as you exited. Well, it's just one of those things where a while ago it wasn't popular and, you know, 
It was frowned upon, even. so. And now the 15th Spider-Man movie this year is coming out this weekend. Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Every other week, there's a new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> is Justin texting yes, you? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Justin, we told him he could text into the show. He says... Uh, oh, here we go. My face ID isn't working because my mic is in front of me. Great opening bit, guys. But Alex, I think we've covered Butterbeer and Pete. That's no way to use fireworks. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I doesn't really get what's happening with the show. It's yeah. a little deeper than that. It's almost like he wasn't here. Yes. Uh, Justin is actually upstate right now. So yeah. we're enjoying his 4th of July. Do you think he's getting beaten up for like a comic book? <laughs> I hope not because uh, he's with his family and that would be yeah. messed up. They're probably beating him up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have any questions for me, Pete? Anything yeah, yeah. Um, since you grew up in an involved uh, place, what was your like experience with comic books? I mean, it seemed like your dad was into them and kind of shared that with you. Yeah, he was. So he grew up being into comic books, and he collected comic books. My grandma, as far as I remember, threw out or gave away most of his comic books. Ouch! I still have a box. <laughs> as big as my torso is what I wanted to say. But just to give you like a sense of it's not a very big box. Uh, <laughs> there's like Fantastic Four annual number two is in there and other things like that that would be worth something if you if they wouldn't crumble into dust if I touch them. Yeah. Which is kind of the shape they're in. But I read them to pieces when I was a kid. Like I loved reading them. And I used to read the bad magazines that he still had collected. No she more. kept the entire collection of bad magazines and got rid of most of the comics, which is super weird. Ouch. But he used to, when he would work in the city, he would pick up a comic book or two and bring them back for now, me. Now, that's why I thought you grew up in the city, because you were talking about like going into the city for the first time. Excuse me, before. Justin has more to say. I'm uh, currently in my Starman lab working diligently on my Starman quiz. You know, we could, we could filter these so you don't have to read everything out loud. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe you can read it ahead of time and then judge whether or not it's worth sharing. <laughs> uh, Pete says I should filter these. Wait, what the fuck, man? <laughs> now you're getting me in trouble with Justin. He's not even here. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> Why uh, would you type so? so, yeah. So, my dad used to pick up comic books, and then uh, my mom, I just texted. That's what's showing up on your watch, Pete. I know, but I just still can't believe you really did that. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so my, my dad would pick them up and then my mom, uh, was and is a children's book author illustrator, uh, and taught at SVA at the school of visual arts. And so she had a couple of students who got jobs working at comic book places. So like she took me to the Marvel offices and other places wow. when I was a little kid. And one of my first distinct members, oh, sorry, Justin has something else to say. He says, well, Pete Donald Trump LePage wants to censure a real journalist. Is that the sort of thing you wanted me to check beforehand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. And also, you guys shouldn't consider yourself journalists. We are journalists. You this are journalist. not journalists. This is a news show. It is not a news show. When I pitch this show it's to people. It's a podcast about fucking comic books. When I pitch this show to people, and so far it's been very successful. When <laughs> yeah. I pitch people, You're I doing say. a great job. I say, well, it's a news podcast first. <laughs> You were right in the middle of a sweet moment before we second, got derailed. Second, it's a talk show. 
uh, with people of interest, I usually say. Yeah. Uh, and then third, I say it takes place on a stage. No wonder we couldn't get a guest for today. <laughs> <laughs> I pitched it. I kept walking up to people on the street and say, sir, would you like to be on a news talk show? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so my mom uh, taught people at SVA, and uh, no, went, you walked in a mar- Marvel office when yeah, your I was first... getting back there, man. Well, get to that. I don't get need the whole the fucking recap. Uh, you're going to just let Justin know that you're on my job. <laughs> Come he on, man. Is oh. on my. What does that job. even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let him know. We'll see what he he'll riff on it. Yeah. Uh, so the. Uh, where was I? <laughs> Marvel. You walked into the Marvel office for the first time. Right. So one of my earliest memories was going to the Marvel office, and uh, they had like they had a bullpen back then. Like They had a bullpen with people in the drawing, but I don't remember that. All I remember is I got to go to one of the editor's offices, and they had a box there of comics they didn't want anymore, and he's like, yeah, take whatever you want. Wow. That was the thing I remember. And I still have some of those comics because that's when... What, what did you grab? <laughs> things that were way too old for me. Uh, there like was, what? Well, this is when they had first started publishing graphic novels. Holy shit. And so all their graphic novels were like real raunchy shit, like Iron Man in a tub with some topless ladies. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, I grew my first pube. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's that. There was a Spider-Man hooky. Which I talk about all the time. Hmm. No? Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's uh, Spider-Man fights this monster. Uh, he go, ends up in another dimension. He has a cold, and he ends up hooking up with this kid who's flying on a ship. So it's like this whole fantasy thing. This monster fights them, and every time the monster fights them, the monster keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it's very terrifying, very well done, gorgeously drawn. I still read it all the time. Oh, wow. Uh, so there's that. Uh, there was a Gru, because they were publishing uh, yeah, Gru, Gru, so there was a Gru uh, graphic novel as well. Man, Justin is blowing up my phone right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there was a bunch of them, and it really it, it made a big impact on me. Cool. So uh, much so that the, here we are. Here we are, yeah. Yeah. I would not be here without that box. Uh, P... Oh, you texted about it. When did you text up? When you on were your going phone? on about your bullshit. Yeah, on your on your watch? No, I picked up my actual phone. Jesus. Uh, Justin says, every time I leave, Pete gets right on your jock. Uh, Pete says, this bit sucks. Stop Zalbs. <laughs> and then Justin said, this is a bit. This is the future. My hologram is on stage, right? I spent so much money on this hologram. <laughs> I hope it's there. And apologies if my hologram is fully nude. Holographic clothes are super expensive. You got any, uh, I'm glad Aaron's laughing because <laughs> otherwise Pete is just staring at me <laughs> in anger right now. Yeah, this you exclamation think, point. Thanks, so thanks for putting that on. Fun. There. Uh, cool. And, and what was your earliest memory with comic books? I think my earliest memory was um, I would get. I would get uh, be able to go to the spinner rack if I was good, and I would uh, grab uh, comics off the spinner rack. But my f- like first kind of big moment where I was like, comic books are amazing, is when I walked into my first comic book shop, and like instead of just one spinner rack, it was just tons and tons of comics and all these cool like figurines in the walls, and there was these kids who were like some my age, some a lot older. 
but everybody was talking comics, and it kind of blew my mind. And then I picked up my first issue of Eastman and Laird's Teenage and Ninja Turtles, and I was hooked. I was in. Yeah? Yeah. My uh, son, who is four, mm-hmm. has a lot of questions about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now. Yes. Uh, because he, he got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hat handed down to him. Uh, by the boys who live downstairs from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have the original Eastman and Laird comics in graphic novel form. Wow. He can't read those yet. <laughs> yeah, no, those are very violent. Yeah, they're, well, they're very violent, but they're also, they're so sad. Yeah, that they're whole, not, they're serious. They're yeah. not like fun-loving pizza, cowabunga, dude. There's right. none of that shit. But he keeps walking into the bedroom, and he's like, What's this one called? And I'm like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume One. I'm sorry, it yeah. doesn't have a more interesting. He's like, Oh, what's it about? What What's the bad thing that happens again? And I've explained it as well. The Shredder beats them. They lose. They have to head out of town and they have to recuperate. So it's not a fun adventure, but no, they're great. I mean, you should get them the younger stuff, the more animated stuff. He'll probably love that. Yeah, probably. I also told him about. Uh, we talked about this on the Stack Podcast. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Batman, Batman yeah. 3, which is this crossover thing. Yeah. Uh, and That's if you guys great. have been reading it, they mash together the universes, and he thinks that... Uh, I don't remember what they called it, that it's not Master Splinter. It's Master Splinter is also Alfred, so it's like Master Alfred, mm-hmm. which he thinks is the funniest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> he loves it. Absolutely That's great. loves it. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, uh, usually he's staring through me at you in anger. Why don't we just keep this opening bit short and sweet and invite out the guest? I'll say... Hey! <laughs> uh, Justin. Bad uh, news on that front. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we live tweeting Justin on our show? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, should we move on to the reviews, Pete? You want to move on yes. to the reviews? Yes. Uh, this is a section that we like to call the stack. Wait, wait. I would like to. I would like to do one. I just asked you to move on, but I just remember. I just asked you that I there just were two of us here. I just remember the nothing. James Lipton bit that I wanted to do. Oh, do you want to restart? Yeah. No, not restart. I just okay. want to ask you if God exists and you get to the pearly gates. Okay. What would you like God to say to you? Congratulations on being the host of Comic Book Club. <laughs> that is fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked up. And that just proves to me you're not going to make it. You're not going to get there. Pearly Gates are in hell, right? Just want to make sure? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, on the stack, we're going to be talking about, totally coincidentally, a number, a bunch of number 12s. I didn't even mean this when I sent these out. Yeah. Uh, but they're all number 12 I got issues. this email, and I was like, wow, this guy's really into 12. <laughs> <laughs> I really had no idea until I was reading off the titles to you before the show. Uh, first one, Headlopper, number 12. You're a big fan of the series, Pete. Yeah. How'd you feel about the 12th issue? As good as the previous 11? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so there's this kind of big war going on with Headlopper, and it's this fun, like, Viking tale, if you will, that has just got Headlopper, uh, who also has... Wait, sorry, you should probably explain who Headlopper is. I was trying to explain who Headlopper was until you exp- uh, cut me off. Yeah. Headlopper is this giant dude who uh, has Wait, would a... you say I cut you off at the head? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. No. All right. Let's see, you cut me off at the knees, you fucking asshole. Well, that's not as uh, 
on par. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, so he is a giant uh, beast of a man. He's just a big, muscly dude, and just then a big hunky dude. I'm okay. Uh, and then uh, he has uh, a giant sword, and he also has a magical witch head that he travels with. And he travels across the land fighting wars with bad people, and he tries to win the day. And he's kind of caught up in the middle of a castle that's being invaded, and uh, people are trying to steal his witch's head. Yes. Uh, so I, it's not that I haven't been as into the series as you have. It's just that you've been really into this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art is great on this. It's what you, What's going on with your watch, buddy? Yeah. Sorry. Does it bother you if someone takes a second to look at his watch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just wonder gonna... how long you're droning on for. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. What is your friend? Uh, he, Justin says, oh, shit, am I the guest? Yeah. Uh, I mean, basically is what I'll say. Yeah. Sorry for looking at the text that he sent us. Yeah. Well, you could at least do me the courtesy of reading it. Uh, so, uh, Head Lopper... Uh, art is awesome. It's very, it's not exactly adventure timey, but it feels it like that sometimes bit, yeah. with the characters. Um, but the action is big and huge and clear and fun. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate about this issue is they actually lop a head off. I feel like I've read several issues where his head gets lopped. Yeah, but this, there's a big snake head that gets lopped off. Oh, yeah. Which is very fun. Mm-hmm. There's a big myth building that happens as well. They set up a big villain. Um, this, this comic is fun, Pete. It is fun. It's really, uh, the art puts it in a fun world and it's, uh, it's easy to follow, and it's just kind of the title says it all. And if it's like, hey, I just want to show off my brain and have some fun, it's a great book. Yeah, absolutely good. Uh, next one to talk about, Justice League Dark, number 12. Lots of stuff going on in this book. Tons yeah. of stuff going on. Magic is slowly being destroyed in the DC universe. The Justice League Dark has been fighting against it. They've been trapped in this magical land of Mira, surrounded by the Lords of Order, who are led by Dr. Fate, or what was Dr. Oh, Fate, man. split over five different beings who are basically saying, magic is out of control. We need to eliminate all of magic by putting it under control. Uh, Zatanna and Wonder Woman made a deal with Mordru to become the new Lords of Chaos to fight against that. And this issue, shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, this is so fun and so big and so creative. The story they're telling here, I- I'm not usually a big fan of magical stories because it feels like too many things happen. They get too heady or something like this. But uh the stuff here that's happening is such big myth building in the DC universe. It really dives in the character of Wonder Woman as well, yeah. which I like a lot. I enjoy this issue a lot. Yeah, and I also like the Batman Wonder Woman back and forth talking about magic. You know? Yeah. It's cool. Well, because Wonder Woman is a character who is tied with magic, but she always feels to the side of it. Mm-hmm. And this is this arc is very much Her about... owning it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really well done, fun kind of last panel reveal or kind of set up, if you will. Uh, yeah, I thought this was, and also it was nice to have Flash kind of commenting on things as they kind of went. Yeah, that's fun as well. Uh, I, it also is very creatively laid out. There's a little bit throughout where because they're the Lords of Chaos, they start 
playing around with the panels and ripping through the panels and changing, like literally throwing the uh, comic itself into chaos, which I thought was really neat. It's, it's a fun detail. And James Tynan, who's been writing this book has clearly been building it as this is issue 12 or finishing off the first year. Let's finish it off in style. Give a mission statement for the team and head forward from here, which I think is neat. Yeah. That guy's a hell of a writer. He's a good writer. He's going to go far. Last one to talk about Mr. And Mrs. X number 12 from Marvel comics. This is the last issue of this title. Sadly. Uh, Uh, What? Yeah. This comic is fantastic. It's so good. This is Gambit and Rogue in a relationship together. They got married. It's following their adventures. They, been dealing with the Thieves Guild, which Gambit is the head of for the past the couple king. of issues. What? He's the king of thieves. He's the king of the thieves. Yeah, that's right. King of the thieves. Yeah. Yes. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. Why are you making it weird? I was you just, just you're the one who raised your eyebrows. I, I like just, a creep. I was just I think it's cool that he's the king of thieves. Yeah, but why'd you say it like that? <laughs> he's the king of the thieves. He's the king of the thieves. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you either want to eat him or fuck him, but I'm not sure what. What the fuck, man? That's, that's how you said things. it. No, I was saying it like it's interesting. It's cool. I'm like, he's the king of thieves. Never tell my children that something is interesting like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so in this issue, as we are wrapping up, the uh, Gambit has been overtaken as the king of the thieves by other forces, his ex-wife among them, uh, and they're finally fighting back against that. This title was just so much fun. It was so enjoyable, and it really dug into the history of both Gambit and Rogue, which is insane (laughs) at times, but it had fun with that, and it had fun with the contradictions as well. Um, I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised how much I liked their team-up book. uh, Since they got married, they kind of got this book, and I thought, I don't know. I mean, two... Characters that I like separately, I didn't know how I'd like them together, and I've been really impressed with how they've dealt with their relationship, and this title in particular has been one of the ones that I've really enjoyed reading, Um, and I'm sad to see it go, because they did such cool stuff with the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know Kelly Thompson, who's the writer, is going to do a lot more stuff at Marvel and is currently doing a lot more stuff at Marvel. Um, But I hope uh, she gets to go back to Gambit and Rogue at some point because they're such fun characters and doing such a great job there. Yeah. Uh, If you're not picking up her, Captain Marvel is also very good and also diving into the history of that character. Definitely recommend that as well. Yeah, but I think this will be a great trade. I definitely agree. And that is it for the stack. Woohoo! All right. Before we get into our next section, I I would like to just. Are we not done with that section or are you just going to. What? Yeah, we are done with that section. I just want to do a sidebar since we didn't do an opening bit. Okay. So just. I think that whole thing we did where we pretended to interview each other was the opening bit. Yeah, it was. It was a fun opening bit. But my point is that, like. Your point is that we're 20 minutes into the show, so you'd like to do an opening bit? Well, I would like to do something uh, if it's okay with you. Oh, okay. Well, great. Great. So, Justin. This is, I just want to say, as a news podcast, (laughs) this is a carefully structured show, as our audience has already seen. Carefully? Carefully structured, down to the second. And for you to interrupt it in such a way to willy-nilly do whatever you want is shocking, <laughs> but I'm going to allow it. Thank you. So, Justin, um, we were nicely gifted these socks with our faces on them, okay? And Justin wears Where them. Where are you going with this? Let me go. Justin wears them all the time, and 
I'm like, hey, man, don't you... I don't like to... I'm scared to wear them because I'm afraid that someone's going to be like, dude, are you wearing socks with your own fucking face on them? And so I wore them today because the last time just wore them last week, I was like, dude, don't you ever get com- uh, comments on like, hey, why do you wear socks with your own face on? He goes, nobody notices. It's fine. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I wore them today and nobody said anything. And I was kind of like, Disappointed. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I was had this whole thing that I was going to... Wait, go what, what were you going to say? What I was, was you like, well, it was a gift, and I feel like, you know... Wow, that's a great bit, Pete. Yeah, well, I was... <laughs> I had a, a... I was... I worked hard on, like, what my response would be if somebody called me out for wearing socks. Uh, can I make a suggestion? Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, because I've actually felt similarly about wearing socks with my own face on Yeah. Uh, but I figured if I ever do wear them and somebody points it out, I'll be like, why is your face on your face? <laughs> That's a better bit than what I worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And then just run away. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of bits, do you want to check uh, JT? Oh, sure. We've got, uh, we've got some messages from Justin. It's time for our next section, which is messages from Justin. Right. Uh, he says, <laughs> okay, uh, this is in response to him being the guest. Okay, great. I'm 100% on board with the Walking Dead ending. Let me know if you need me to settle any of the 500 disagreements. Okay. Uh, that's great. Uh, we actually uh, we do a Week in Geek podcast for Patreon members. We talked about the Walking Dead ending there. He would know that if he ever showed up to our podcast. <laughs> uh, and for 500 Disagreements, you got any response? Well, uh, maybe, uh, you know, in our next section, uh, someone might ask about it and we can talk oh, about sure. it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll let him know. It is time for my favorite. Here, I'm going to use two. Your favorite section. Your favorite section. <laughs> favorite. And why is it your favorite section? Because it's audience uh, questions. questions. I, I'm trying to You're the a, slowest <laughs> typer I've ever seen in my I'm life. I'm using what figure? I don't have a watch like fancy pants over here. You could also talk into it. You're oh, holding a mic. You could just I talk into the phone. I time for my favorite section, audience questions. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yay! Yeah, there we go. Uh, all right. Uh, for audience questions, if you got a question for any of us or for Justin that you want me to slowly text to him, uh, here we go. I saw this hand come up first. What's your name? What's your question? My name is Kevin. Hey, um, Kevin. Now, you talked about you know the comics you read as kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, first, and you can take either part of this or both, um, if you go back and revisit them, is there some element of them that surprises you because you hadn't read it in a while, you'd forgotten about it, and you're like, wow, that... Like, That really surprises me. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, of course, you know, there's so many comics out there. There's just no way to, you know, know everything. Is there ever something that, like, surprises you? Like, wait a minute, that was part of the canon? I just completely never saw that. Yeah, well, I mean, this brings up a good point. Uh, You know, when you're reading something and then you go back and read, you're kind of a different person. You're a little bit more evolved, hopefully. And uh, it's funny to... Like, I especially relate this to movies. You watch a movie and you like it, and then you go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is awful. How did I like that? Um, but what's nice is I don't find that as much with comics. Like, I find that comics hold up a little bit better. I mean, obviously, there was still stuff back in the day that was fucked up. But, like, um, 
a lot of the times, if I liked a comic and I go back and read it, I still think it's good, where that's not the case with movies or cartoons. Yeah, I, I never really thought about that, but I think that's true. I don't know if it's raw nostalgia or because we, as comic book fans, connect. Like, those are our canon. Like, those are our literature. Those are the things that formed us. Uh, probably in the same way that, say, for move, like very specifically movie fans, Looking back, you're like, nope, this is part of my life. This is who I am. And I guess there are things like that. Like, certainly uh, for my birthday, we watched uh, Labyrinth. Right. I love Labyrinth with every single inch of my life. But my parents, who had never seen it, they came to the birthday and they watched it. They were like, that was a weird movie. Yeah. I was like, all right, maybe, but I can't <laughs> see that. Like, I'm never going to be able to be like, eh, Labyrinth is weird. Or it is weird. Or here's some faults in it or anything like that. Because yeah. it's so much intrinsically a part of who I am as a human being. Uh, same with Princess Bride, where... Oh, man. Fucking Princess Bride, movie. I used to... I had it on VHS and I would put it into a camera that I'd have to look through the viewfinder, watch it with the sound off, and I would just repeat the lines until I had it memorized. Holy shit. I loved it. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, Why did you watch with this sound off? Like you Because that's what the... It was a camcorder, like you... Yeah, but you could put earbuds in it. I didn't have earbuds at the oh, time wow. or anything like that. Wow. Yeah. And what were you like... Sneak watching it, like why I was sneak put- watching it in my room, yeah, oh, okay. constantly on a loop. Oh wow! That's um, but it's the same way with a lot of comics, where I don't know if I could divorce myself from that. But I do think if you look back at things like for me, the New Mutants was the thing that was so a part of me. And when I have gone back and read that now and again, it's still great. Uh, but there are things like '90s X Men that are not great mm-hmm. <laughs> necessarily. I think yeah. Right? There, there's some things that don't hold up, but uh, I'm just as far as like movies and comics, I I find it. I'm a, I guess I'm a little bit more defensive of the comics than with movies or whatever. Yeah, uh, Justin says for him it was uh, Claremont's X Men. When I was a kid, I did not understand any of that Laundress Shiar stuff. Mm. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I would also say with the X Men stuff, there was a lot of like sex and bedroom stuff where I was like, well, that's nice. They're waking up together. That later on, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, I see what was going on with Havoc." You thought just people had sleepovers, yeah, yeah. Havoc and uh, Madeline Pryor had this whole thing going on. I was like, "It's nice they're friends." Uh, cool. Good question. Do we have another question? Ooh, yeah. You, sir, I saw your hand up second. Why don't you come on down here? Short mic. What's your name? What's your question? Hi, I'm EJ, and this is sort of an extension on the previous question. It's just for you two, so no need to uh, wait for Justin's response. Yes, thank you. Uh, Suck it, Justin. Because you two uh, went and talked about kind of how you got into comics, that initial entry. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we were to flash you forward into today and you were that age and you were going onto those spinning racks and you were visiting the Marvel office for the first time in 2019 post all the Marvel movies with all that stuff. How do you think you would react? Would you react like differently? What would you be looking for? What would, what would attract young, you, you as young people? Oh, I would, onto it? I would go into the deep, like, I'd be like, oh, I got to get some comics that I know are worth something. If I was like going back in time to like the first. So time. wait, is, uh, sorry. So the idea is 
we are that age now and having those formative experiences now, what would be different? Okay. Hmm. What would time traveling little be like now? First of all, I'd be very interested in the whole time travel thing. But like, how does that work? No, but I mean, if I was walking into that comic book shop now, I would definitely be looking for... uh, He specifically told you not to text Justin. I'm sorry. This is uh, too weird of a question. I got to ask him. Um, See how he interprets this. I would definitely just look for comics that I knew were going to be expensive, but also like... Uh, I would try to be getting complete runs of stuff, uh, stuff that I knew. Like if I'm missing issues, I'd be specifically looking for those issues. Oh, the young yeah, self yes, going forward travel. in yes. time. Yeah, yeah. So Holy shit! I bet my young self would be seven like, "Dude, why are you why are you so forward angry? to 2019? First question: Like, why are these phones so small? Yeah. What are computers? What's the internet? Yeah, well, yeah. Why is the president racist? <laughs> There's Questions a lot like to that. cover that. Yeah. But I'm sure the president was still racist back then. I don't think that's, you know. Yeah. He was concerned with jelly beans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wait, time traveling baby P, what would he be interested in? Time, well, I would definitely be interested in Captain America, uh, Really into Spider Man. Um, I tell you what, seven year old me would be fucking heartbroken with what they've done to Spider Man. Yeah, I think. I wonder. I'd probably be a lot more into video games. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, we had. I was super into NES when it came out and PC oh, gaming yeah, and everything dude. like that. I got the fucking magazine, dude. Nintendo Power, bro. Yeah. Oh, I was all. Uh, I was all the in shit that. out of it. I think if. If it was now, all of the bandwidth things and everything would be out of the way. And I I remember very clearly, like, senior year of high school was when everybody was getting into CompuServe, and we would get home after school and email each other and chat online and everything. Uh, now... I'd yeah, I'd probably be like, great, get me on an Xbox. Let's just start gaming and doing everything. And I might be more into that than comic books potentially. Oh wow, maybe that's weird. Still very bad at it. I'm very bad at it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I would just uh, <laughs> be very impressed with where we are. Uh, Justin says, uh, Spider Man and Mary Jane. I was way into their relationship. So he'd be super interested in what's going on. Yeah, with him would, now. yeah, he would be heartbroken. No, he they're would. together though. No, they're not. Yes, they are. In Amazing Spider-Man, they're together right now. Pete, they're dating. T- they're yeah, they're dating. <laughs> they haven't fixed the relationship yet. It's what are you talking about? They're on. devoted. Did you read the last issue? I did. We talked about it. The last one. Yeah, that was all about their relationship and them going on a date and stuff. Yeah, in a in a web, they hung out on a web mm-hmm. and they smooched. Yeah, it's nice that they're starting to get back to where they fucking left off. They're living together. Yeah, I'm just saying we could have been enjoying this bliss the whole fucking time. What? Why are you focusing on the part where they were apart when they're together now? Yeah, 
Why well, that happened thirty five years ago? One more day. One more day was shitty. Get over it. It's slowly. It's fine. We're slowly getting over it. They were on a break. You turn into Seinfeld. It's really no, it's friends, dude. Well, Jesus, sound like Jerry there. Uh, they were on a break. Uh, I think Justin misinterpreted this. He said, also Dark Hawk, Dark Hawk and also pre-Penance Speeball. Yeah. He was my online persona because I guess I loved Bubbles. <laughs> so I guess now he'd be super into Penance. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. as a time-traveling kid, he'd be like, yeah, stick me in that Iron Maiden suit. <laughs> I have spikes going into me. Yeah. Spikes are in out. They're in. Yeah. It's pretty extreme. I miss Penance. That was a really fun, ridiculous thing. Uh, we have one more question over here. What's your name? What's your question? You know who I am. Um, I think young you would actually be amazed you could watch Princess Bride on a f- telephone. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Thank you, John, for those, uh, you know, maybe at home who don't know who you are. I'm just going to say yeah. it. <laughs> um, also, some of my friends were in Princess Bride. That's Wait, story. your friends were in Princess Bride? Yeah, they filmed the wedding at a castle near where I went to university. So uh-huh. a lot of people I went to university. Where was the fucking castle, man? Oh, God, I want to say it's Peniston Castle, but it's not. Okay. But it's maybe... So it's in... Bowser or something. Can you give us an area of where it's in? Yeah, it's like uh, South Yorkshire, Derbyshire. Okay. But my question is, um, Walking Dead's ending? <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, so, yes, Walking Dead is very surprisingly ending. Uh, it was, I think, not supposed to actually be announced, but then, as usual, rumor sites and comic book retailers who are less than savory ended up saying, yo, you got to get this issue because something surprising is going to happen. It's over. Something surprising, though, and people are like, oh, okay. So the official press came out today, and it clearly published early because a lot of articles were talking about the issue, which published Wednesday, as if Wednesday is not tomorrow, uh, and then described everything that happened. Apparently, Robert Kirkman decided uh, he wanted to end the book. He liked surprises. He wanted to surprise everybody and everybody to be shocked that it was actually ending. They even solicited issues beyond 193. Uh, but in fact, that is a double-sized issue and is the last issue of the book. Uh, what is your take on it, Pete? Well, I'm super sad to see it go. It was one. It's it was a game-changing book. It was unbelievable. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of mad that we're not getting a victory lap. Um, I'm kind of upset that we're not. Well, this getting is. I mean, we haven't read the issue up. yet, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah, a heads up. But in terms of victory lap, they are doing this double-sized issue. This is a spoiler for those of you who didn't yeah, read but, it. But two issues ago, Rick Grimes got shot. Last issue, he died, turned into a zombie. Carl shot him. They dealt with the ramifications of that and what every character felt. Uh, and then we're going to get this double-sized wrap-up issue that is going to end everything. So, in terms of victory lap, it is ending the story of Rip Grimes, but yeah, there is no heads up in terms of like, here are the final six issues of The Walking yeah, there, Dead. I wasn't like, okay, this is a pen. I wasn't, I wasn't getting mentally ready for it to end and enjoy like the last six or seven. It was just like, it's fucking over. Yeah. The thing, and we talked about this on the Patreon podcast a little bit as well, it's... It's weird because Robert Kirkman for a decade now has said 
that there are no plans to ever end The Walking Dead. It could go on forever, and it would go on past Rick Grimes. But as it is, it's gone on an issue and a half past Rick Grimes. It's a double which, issue. so I mean, Sure, that's true. So it's like two and a half issues past. Yeah. So I guess he was not lying. <laughs> but I felt like there's more promise there with the book past Rick. I didn't like how Rick went out. It felt like a bummer. There was a nothing annoying character who ultimately killed him, which was dumb. Yeah. That's kind of like Doc and taking out your favorite character, you know? Yeah. Now I know how you felt. Yeah. Yeah. I really did. When that happened, I was like, Oh now I know how Pete feels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it, it, having that out of the way, I was curious to watch Carl grow up. I was curious to watch this continue for another 10 years yeah. and see how it happens. So I don't know. I, I, I want to read the issue. I want to see what happens. I want to see if they flash forward through time or if they tease The Walking Dead, the next batch, yeah, or whatever know, it's, it's going to be. It's interesting to see if Carl like, grew up in this post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world and like what yeah. it would be like and if he ends up with that girl they like for a while so like you know it does very clearly contextualize the walking dead as rick grimes's story right which is fine and it's also upsetting when you have a person like rick grimes who's been through so much shit and then taken out by a lower tier character that's like he is so much better than that it's heartbreaking when someone goes out like that you know yeah, uh, I'm also curious how the show is going to follow suit necessarily because they had that whole fake out with Rick dying. Mm-hmm. Did you ever end up watching that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought that episode was good. Yeah. Like it was exciting and it was heartfelt. But ultimately, they decided not to kill Rick and instead spin him out into three Rick Grimes movies that slowly. This is getting into spoilers a little bit, but seem like they're tying into Fear of the Walking Dead, which is kind of fascinating. Um, so I'm excited to see where his story goes from there, and it certainly separates the TV franchise from the comic book franchise in a big way. Yeah. It also puts the TV show in a very interesting position because there is only one storyline beyond what they've currently done Yeah. In the TV show. The TV they, show is currently in the middle of the Whisperer storyline. Yeah. The next storyline is the Commonwealth storyline, and then that's it. But the TV shows are not ending anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, they kind of burned through a lot of material. They did? Yeah. They'll have to mix shit up. Oh, man. How do you even do that? I don't even know. Yeah, man. Last time that happened with Game of Thrones, it worked out so well. Uh, Justin says, I think it's great what comic has ever ended before. It's the final frontier in comics, ending something and doing something else. Let's end more comics. Killing a character has taken the place of ending stories, and it doesn't quite work. What? I thought he was joking, but I don't think he's actually joking. That's weird. I I understand what he's saying. Like, Walking Dead is still a best-selling comic. The books do incredibly at bookshops ending it it hasn't been as culturally dominant as it has been before but ending it essentially going out on top you're still going out on top Uh, that's good yeah that's fine i'm curious to see what robert kirkman is going to do next yeah and i'm very excited to see that like note at the end to us the fans yes hey sorry for killing this off early but I'm like super rich now, so don't really yes. need this piece. Bye. Do you think that's what the note's going to be? I don't know what the note's going to yeah. be. Hey, guys, thanks so much for all the money. Well, I mean, I'm not mad at him. He gave us a lot of material. He changed the game. He's an unbelievable writer. 
he can do what he wants, but you know, it's sad that it's ending. It's an unbelievable comic. Absolutely. Uh, now, Justin asks, is it time for me to introduce the star of trivia? No. I'll say yes. No. Uh, and we're now it's time gonna... for our next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. Are you really going to do two trivias? Wait, what? Are you going to have him do trivia? or No, no, no. He's going to introduce the star of trivia. Oh, okay. Pete LePage. I'm not. Thank you for clapping twice. Thank There's you. no Thank need. You. Yes, there There's you go. no need. This is the part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 free dollars in the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics. Because if you had 25 bucks, you go to a comic book shop. Absolutely. We're like 25 free dollars. A simple raising of the hand. Casual first hand up guy. All right. Here we go, sir. This is going to be great because we don't have to then go to him at the end of the trivia. He's in the trivia. All right. Um, of course, it also puts me on the spot. It does. Kevin, audience, audience, Kevin. Hey, hey, hey Kev. Hey. Uh, so I'm going to read you a question. Uh, you don't have to name our audience members individually. There's a bunch of people here. He is clearly, by the thunderous laughter, a bunch of people here. Um, how this is going to work is I'm going to read you a question and listen to all three possible answers. Get all three questions, questions right. $25 yours. Today's trivia is on topical comic news. <clears throat> Question number one. Marvel zombies rise again, but when are they coming back? Is it A, October, B, the summer of 2020, or is it C, Rip Torn? So it's either A, if you would like $25, or you could be wrong. I'm going to go with October. October is correct. Seems the season for zombies. Marvel Zombies is coming back. Does that seem too soon? Yeah, we got one. Yeah, that's all I needed. All right. <laughs> Question number two. IDW is offering exclusive San Diego Comic-Con dinner with Stan Sakai and blank. Is it? I mean, Stan Sakai, that would be enough for me. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yosaki Yojima, we know. All right. Is it A, Larry Hama, B, Walt Simonson, or is it C, Joey Lawrence? So it's either A, don't pick it, or it's B, which makes sense. I'm going to go with B. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to have dinner with Larry Hama. I got tons of questions. Um, All right, here we go. What final issue has been pushed back a month. Is it A, Doctor Strange, B, Walking Dead, I wish, or is it C, John Larroquette? So A, Doctor Strange, in case you're wondering, hey, Pete, what number are we talking about? It's number 20. Or is it B, Walking Dead, number 193? I can't believe it's fucking ending, and what the fuck am I going to do? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, Pete LePage is a classically trained triviator. He's been working his way up in the trivia game for years, and tonight is his big break, the star of trivia, Pete LePage. Okay, here you go. I love the clap. So is it A, so you can get $25, or do you want to be incorrect? I'm going to go with A. A is correct. $25 free dollars. All right, so we have... And I was worried that maybe this wouldn't be enough for you. Rip Torn, Joey Lawrence, John Larroquette. And if you want, I can give you a couple other names. 
It is not coming to me. So yeah. I'll take the couple other names. Okay, here we go. How about Lewis Hamilton? Lois, sorry, Lois Hamilton. It's a lady. Yeah. Or Karen Austin. Summer rental is correct. Wow. Is that also a John Candy movie? It is also a John Candy movie. Great. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, cool. As we all know, tomorrow is New Comic Book Day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor this show for some reason. Uh, yep. Pete, what are you looking forward what do you mean to? For some reason. Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. Nobody tell them that there was just two of us on stage interviewing each other yeah, today. That's true. It's, don't tell them that. Yeah. They're super pissed. Yeah, it is. Uh, Pete, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to a couple things, and uh, since it's just the two of us here, we can really talk about it. Uh, I'm looking <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the. the r- <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. I love how much this upset you. That was so great. It worked out better in real life than in my head. <laughs> Lois Lane number one. Yeah? Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm just I was I think it's great uh, that she's getting her own book. And uh, I'm glad that we're getting kind of a Lois Lane journalism kind of, you know, book. And I think it's the art's amazing and uh, the writing's unbelievable. So I'm excited for it. Okay, great. And also I'm looking forward to Punisher number 13. Great. For obvious reasons. Sure. And then Space Bandits number one. Space Bandits? Yeah, coming out from Image Comics. What's that about? I don't know, but it seems cool. Great. Thanks, Pete. Uh, We'll have reviews of Lois Lane and The Punisher in our Stack podcast tomorrow. Here's another one of our Stack podcast. I'm looking forward to Thumbs, number two from Image Comic Books, coming out tomorrow. Uh, This You're a huge fan of Thumbs. uh, Huge fan of Thumbs. Huge thumb head. Uh, Love all the fingers, but the fact that we got these... We can make tools, man. A big difference. That's what I like about Thumbs this book. It's all about difference. making tools. Yeah. And all these animals are like, oh, I can't make tools. And we're like, we got thumbs. Yeah. What's great is finally thumbs are getting the spotlight they deserve. Absolutely. Uh, but this book is great. It's about a virtually virtual reality post-apocalypse. Uh, the art is excellent. The story is excellent. Very excited about this one. Uh, Justin says birthright 37, but he doesn't elaborate, which is yeah. weird. Oh, man, I hate when people uh, yeah. don't elaborate. Uh, super rude. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Pick up all of that stuff. couple of things to plug before we go. If you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Get a bunch of fun bonuses. Our Patreon Slack. Our, um, our Slack is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's popping, man. Yeah. It's popping. Yeah. We got a monthly movie night. We're going to be watching to Riverdale and back again oh, this man. month. So that should be a lot John's of fun. John's very excited. Yeah. John's stoked about that. Yeah. That's going to be pretty sweet to get his commentary in that. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be fun. Uh, we also have a bunch of other podcasts running right now. We have After Krypton, our Krypton Ooh. podcast, which... Pete is stoked about and oh, very nice to Krypton fans <laughs> on, which is pretty awesome. We also have a Why Legion Krypton podcast, fans? Inside Why? Legion, that's running right now, and a bunch of others. You can check out our comic book club at live.com. What do you want to plug, Pete? I want to just say that uh, Legion is an amazing show, and if you're not checking it out, you should, because it's going to go away, and it's just so beautiful and artistic. This is a rough year for you. Legion's yeah. going away, then Preacher is going away? I know, it's tough. Is that it for you, Pete? Are you yeah. going to disappear into the sunset? I guess I have to. Oh, man. It's just going to be you and Justin running the shit yeah. show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anything else you want to plug? Um, 
Uh, check out Boothman. He's cool. Check out Facebook for all the amazing guests we have on the show. You can also follow us at Comic Book Live on Twitter. As I mentioned, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. Rate us, subscribe, tell your friends, etc. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Boothman for being on the Booth show. Man Most of all, we want to thank you guys. We're here every Tuesday night, usually with guests. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much for being on my show, Pete. Thank yeah. you for being on my show. I appreciate it. What's your favorite Thank swear you. word? What's my favorite? Fuck you. <laughs>